Hey Blake, before we start podcasting, do you want to get something to eat? Um, uh, I mean, you know, anything. Hmm. Do you want like pizza? Do you want like Mexican? You know, I just burgers. I mean, any, any, you know, any, just like, I know this is a really hard decision and I am respecting the fact that you're thinking about things, but like, you know, this is just a lot of dead air and what do you want? I don't, I'm not hungry. (laughs) (laughs) And scene. Ladies and gentlemen, that was only a third of the silence that we we experienced with Matt yeah. on uh, today's episode, which is the season <laughs> finale of Matt's season, and also after the rose with Emmanuel Achu Ocho. God bless you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> who was incredible. Um, I but was hoping that, we'd get to that. <laughs> <laughs> but then we're gonna get to it, and we're gonna get to the podcast, and the podcast starts one Blake. Right now. This is Petals and Bricks with Kelsey and Jerks, where we talk about me and recap The Bachelor. Jerkins loves it. Kelsey's never seen the show, but she's giving it a try for true friendship. Petals and Bricks with Kelsey and Jerks. Welcome back, Brickhead Nation, to another edition of Petals and Pricks, a Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise podcast. I am Jonah Jerkins. I'm one of your hosts, and I am joined here by the very lovely, the very talented, the very beautiful Blake Burkhart. What's up, everybody? And uh, is that what you want to say? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I think that's my new catchphrase. What's up, everybody? And I'm very sad. What's up, everybody? I am kind of bummed because this was This so, episode kind of bummed you out? Well, it was very heavy, and I'm honestly realizing that I'm going to kind of miss Matt a little bit. Yeah. You know, that's a and good... And I'm definitely going to miss Emmanuel Achu. <laughs> yeah. He was incredible, by the way. He was great. Um, before we get started, let's... Um, uh, I think the people who've been listening are missing a voice, and that voice is Rebecca Gibson. Rebecca Gibson, uh, I think we mentioned this last week... Uh, Unfortunately, can't make it with us. She had a little bit of a surgery she had to go through, which mm-hmm. is just getting her wisdom teeth taken out at 30. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, that's that's a bright time to do it, right? You know, listening to her speak, I'm, I'm surprised she had any wisdom in there. <laughs> it's all in her mouth, none, none in her head. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she is recovering, and um, she was hoping that she'd be okay, but um, she's, uh, we're, giving her, we're giving her a little break, which is well-deserved. Mm-hmm. She's been working. And if you are listening to our sister podcast as well, uh, Never Seen the Simpsons, uh, I think you're going to miss her on this week's episode as well. So we're going to do kind of a, a little separate separate podcast. Yep. Yeah. Which, uh, stay tuned for that, and then we'll see what we do with that. But uh, So it's just the, the boys. The boys are back. Just the boys. Just the boys. Just like in the uh, Listen to Your Heart season. Just like the, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, in, we're in our uh, original beginnings. That feels like it was like two years ago. I know. Isn't that crazy? That's, yeah. Yeah. Um, at the time of this recording uh, in Chicago, it's been a little over a year of uh, our anniversary of shutdown. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about that for a second, Blake. Any, anything you want to say about your experience this last year? I think it's been on, on a lot of people's minds since uh, it, you cannot w- watch TV without it being told that it's been a year since um, shutdown. I mean, I, I stayed COVID negative. I feel like I've been very lucky. Uh-huh. 
Um, and the tests I've gotten have all come back negative. I've never shown any symptoms or anything. Uh, a lot of my friends and family members have gotten it, and it's a scary thing. It's a very scary, scary so, situation. No super serious health situations in my life, but I wish every all the listeners uh, the same fortune. Uh huh. Any? <laughs> no. That's a very safe answer. And now that things are opening up, I'd say um, everybody enjoy yourself. Let's get the um, local economy on track if we can afford to do so, uh-huh. and also be very careful. Um, Don't any, go rushing into crowded bars, but also right. help your local businesses. Which is going to be very hard because uh, this Wednesday is St. Patrick's Day. Tomorrow is St. Patrick's everyone Day. Everyone is about to get COVID again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, I'm very worried about that. Right. And it basically kicked off the whole COVID anyways, is St. Patrick's Day last year. Pretty much. When everybody was like, okay, yeah, hmm, I'm still going to go out. Yeah. <laughs> Seeing Wrigleyville. If anybody saw those pictures, look it up. It was, it's almost embarrassing. I think it's, yeah. And imagine how funny it's going to look this year. It's like, it looks exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, <to do> that. <laughs> yeah. Some people just won't listen. You no, know? no, 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 no. And God bless them. God bless them. I don't mean that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, God bless them. Yeah. Well, you know, to each his own, I guess. And But just be safe out there. If, if you are going back out, be safe. Wear your mask and uh, let's get back to normal. I can't yeah. fucking wait. Yeah. How about this? Any any take takeaways from this year that like maybe brought you a little positivity? Mm. What are you grateful for this year? No. Let's well, do a Thanksgiving thing. What are you grateful I'm for? Grateful for great friends like you, Jonah. Uh-huh. Um, That's all I wanted. Okay, great. So the pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were fishing. <laughs> uh, no, I think you you just had to kind of limit how many people you saw. And then I realized that there's a lot of people out there that I was seeing a lot mm-hmm. that I didn't really have any strong feelings for either way, mm-hmm. good or negative. So that's kind of taught me to hone in. Like you don't need uh, a million people in your life. Right. You just got to figure out your own kind of flow of things and right. uh, what, who you work well with and who you don't necessarily need around. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people, this is a great year for self-reflection about like what you really need in your life, maybe maybe what you're not appreciating in your life. Mm-hmm. For me, I realized I don't need as many clothes as I need. Yeah, so you've so been I'm, giving me all your clothes. I've been giving you, I've been <laughs> donating. Oh, that, and I've been donating to good causes with a lot of the jackets that I have that I don't need, mm-hmm. um, which I think was important. Yes. Um, I think this has been, for me personally, this is, and I hope a lot of people will say this, I know that we've been very isolated, but I think some people have had their little pods Mm-hmm. of groups and I've gone very close it's the closest I've been uh, I would say like with you mm-hmm. and you know with our co-host Becca mm-hmm. and with a lot of the friends it's been a very good I feel like um, I've seen the two of you about as much as I remember seeing my parents <laughs> as a child right that probably more right and uh, I just want to let you know that you're, you're a good boy <laughs> <laughs> it's been an interesting experience yeah yeah, yeah it is kind of insane how like you know, like you choose because you only you can't hang out with everybody because you know you want to like be safe as mm-hmm. much as you can, but also you need you need that social mm-hmm. life. So you just kind of pick two people and you run with them. There has been a lot of like uh, a friend will. This is more like last year. Like a friend or someone I had been talking to would be like, uh, "Hey, you want to like come over to to like this little gathering?" And uh-huh. I'd be like, it isn't, "I mean, what's it like over there?" And yeah. they'd be like. Yeah, actually, everyone's being real safe. Maybe it's not going to work. And I'm like, okay. It's like we're on like different ships. Right. And it's like, can I come over to that? Yeah. Or should I go over there? Yeah. Are you in pirate infested waters or what? Right. And then once you're in that, you're just like, ah, shit. Now I'm in a whole nother, who knows what these fucking people have. Yeah. It is uh, incredible how much I think it's made everybody aware of their surroundings Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And like just handshakes and hugs and like all this shit kind of went away for the you know, for the most part. Uh-huh. 
it's just weird how uh, people interact with each other now. I know. And uh, yeah, it's really interesting. Comedy's back in Chicago, but it's like a lot of times I'll show up at a show and I'll see someone I haven't seen in a year. And then we just stand six feet apart and go like, great to see you. Great to see you. And it's just like, Like, what do I do? Right. And it's really, it's really surreal, but I think it's better to to be safe in most cases. It feels like a first date where you're like, do I hug? Mm -hmm. Do I, what do I do here? Yeah. And then at the end of the night, you're making sweet love. (laughs) (laughs) Just like a first date. making sweet love. (laughs) Right. And hopefully you're being safe about it. That's right. Which is really important. I think too, like it's, um, yeah, it's just just like, what an interesting, I think it's also incredible how much like, I think as a whole, how much people are just like built to adapt. Mm-hmm. And I think we've all adapted pretty well, I think, for the most part. Sure. Not all states, Wisconsin. Uh, yeah. I mean, people are handling it differently. Right. And it's, uh, <laughs> we're going to have to deal with it for quite a while more, I think. But right. Things are getting better. Right. And then one thing we found out too, here's a transition, is that mm-hmm. we are uh, going to have to deal with a lot more bachelorettes. Yeah. So let's just start off with the big reveal, which I thought was an interesting reveal, is that uh, we find out that uh, Michelle and Katie mm-hmm. are all getting their own season. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? Um, I like them both. I think I like Michelle a lot more, mm-hmm. especially given how the season panned out. Michelle's really kind of like flawless in my eyes. Agreed. I don't have anything I dislike about her. She seems like a real you know, Angel, honestly. She's mm-hmm. a school teacher. She was the sweetest to Matt. She's the funniest on the show. Uh-huh. Uh, Katie, maybe second funniest, a lot of people said. Katie just sort of um, was always uh, cool and great, but like would not have been my first, second, or third, or right. fourth choice. Either. Yeah, Katie seemed a little like, um, you know, almost um, like she seemed kind of fun to a point. Yeah, you know, she seemed like she's got a little bit of a talent. She got some talent. She has her talents out a little bit, I think, at a certain times. Sure, she kind of stirred the pot. Yeah, not necessarily even in a bad way, but she was kind of in the middle of a lot of controversy. So maybe that yeah. will make for an interesting season. But also, she seems like a walls up type type of a person. I could see that. Yeah, it's like the funny tears of a clown when there's no one around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sort of thing. <laughs> People say, <laughs> <I won't. laughs> "Wait, how's that going?" <laughs> um. I will make an early prediction that there's going to be a lot of jokes about sex toys. Oh yeah, in the first two couple. How episodes. much creepier is that? Is that if there's going to be a lot of guys making that joke? The guys are going to bring like pocket pussies. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think, Did I like, say that? Uh, I brought my date and it's just like a, a blow up doll. Yeah, or like one of those real dolls. What do you that, call like, thousands of flesh, dollars? Huh? Flashlight. Flashlights. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or those things that are just like it's just like a butt and a vagina, but like there's no body or legs no yeah, torso or legs i know but who's that for could you imagine being buying that and then could you imagine dating somebody and then finding out they have that that's got to be a bad day for everybody right i think the people that have those generally maybe i'm generalizing here but i don't think they really date much <laughs> it's not like they're gonna bring <laughs> home a love so? no i don't no. think they're gonna bring home a lovely lady and be like what's that like <laughs> but <laughs> doing in the bed yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like guys that have stuff like that aren't really bringing people back home, I don't no. think. That's maybe, I, a, maybe I'm wrong, but... That's got to be a hard thing to forget to get rid of when, like, a girlfriend moves in. Yeah, yeah. I, I forgot the... the <laughs> what, is, what is the word I'm looking for? Eh, never mind. What's the word you're looking for? Like, separate from body? What What is the word for that? Like, 
Amorphosized or something like that. Uh, Never mind. I'm I'm not clever enough to get that. Okay. Well, this has been the two dumb guys. (laughs) Two guys dumb. uh, Rebecca wouldn't have known either. Yeah, yeah, she'd been like, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, get some beer in there. I see there. Uh, But I do want to say we're not shaming. You know, the sex toy. No, no king shaming. But it's just got to be a. You know, if you if you have a toy you really like, fucking go for it. I don't care what anybody does. But um, I think the guy, the stuff that the guys use are more kind of. I don't know. In my opinion, just way grosser. Is this a guy's opinion, do you think? Or do you think this is just a general statement that uh, I think, like, when you think of, of women and having those things, it's much more sensual and very sexy? Every woman I've ever known has had some variety of the same right. thing. Yeah. So if there's a very common thing. I'll just go ahead and say, like, a, a dildo or a vibrator. <laughs> a dildo. Something of the sort. Uh-huh. They're always kind of relative. You know, they all do different stuff now, but they, they're relatively the same. Usually purple. A lot of times they're purple or bright green or something weird like that. But um, when it comes to a guy's sex toy, it's like going to be like this. It's like barbaric. Really gross, yeah. like rubber version of a woman's body part. Right. And it just is, doesn't seem right. Yeah. It doesn't, it's not the Lord's way. You know? <laughs> I, for one, will say I have never and would never use one of those. But I'm not judging other men that have. Uh-huh. But it's just, I don't see the appeal at all. No. And when it comes to women, I can see why they would use something like that. Because, you know, the, <laughs> am I getting too vulgar here? <laughs> no, you're not. But they're I'm a, just, a, a I'm, woman's I'm just hand. slowly watching you paint yourself into a corner and I, I don't love th- it. I don't think I'm paint. <laughs> I think women will agree with me. A woman's hand is fairly limited in, in um, uh, repeating the act of sex uh-huh. or, or mimicking the act of sex. So uh-huh. that's where the toy would come in hand. Plus, a toy can do a lot more than, than a penis or another person's hand or, or yeah. mouth could do. I can, I can feel how warm you're getting from here. <laughs> I think I'm just, I'm just breaking it down for myself. <laughs> but for a man, it's like it's relatively simpler to mm-hmm. mimic the act of having sex with yeah. another woman or another man or anything. It's always kind of the same right. motion for us. In detail, I mean? how do you do that? <laughs> well, I take my, <laughs> I take my right hand. <laughs> oh, you're righty, I see. Um, okay, so the people, uh, we're, you know, we're basically why that was brought up is because Katie uh, famously brought uh, Dildo along with her trip mm-hmm. um, as kind of a, like a hello to Matt, mm-hmm. which I think Matt handled it very well with a little shyness and a little laugh um but you know we did a little research and uh they've never done this before they've never had two so it's gonna be two bachelorette seasons in a row not necessarily in a row we're gonna see katie's uh bachelorette season first and then we're gonna see bachelor in paradise thank god that's back you haven't experienced that yet oh right yeah okay so katie will be first and then bachelor and then bachelor in paradise and then we're getting michelle's uh early fall okay right and the reason being and this i think adds to how great uh of a person michelle is is that michelle is a school teacher as we saw we saw Uh her students a few few episodes ago and she's very dedicated and she felt very bad that she had to leave for this for the bachelor taping so they asked her to be bachelorette and they she basically declined because she didn't want to take that much time away from her students again uh abc loved her so much that they said okay we'll we'll postpone it and uh we still want to tape with you and that's where they came up with katie which i thought was great Mm -hmm. yeah so i think that was a very uh very nice thing that abc is doing i think in believing in michelle so much and then also uh awesome thing for michelle to turn like you're the next how how like that's gonna be hard to turn down right i i kind of feel like she's almost too like She's good for the show. She's too sweet for the show. Yeah. But I could also see her kind of, I'd, I'd like to see her paired up with other guys. Right. Too, just right. to see how, 
uh, the sparks really fly like uh-huh. they did with Matt. Right. Because like I'll say, if I met Michelle and talked to her for ten minutes, I think I would be like crazy about her. Me too. Yeah, yeah she, she just great. has like that, uh, like very alluring personality, and she's very beautiful, and you could just tell she's like kind. So if I like met right. her at a party or something, I'd be like, "Who is this? Like, right. I gotta, I gotta get to know her more." Yeah, it seems like a girl. It seems like somebody that you would meet at like a party or a bar or a restaurant and then you would just feel like you've known him forever like right away sure and yeah. it, it's a sort of thing where like I'm, I'm, I'm very attracted to Michelle mm-hmm. but also if it was thank you for got, saying that <laughs> if it got to be like a friendly thing I would I'd be like oh yeah we I would hang out with her as right just friends for sure she seems like a like somebody that you date and then if it doesn't work out you still like I still need you in my life like I still want you in my life sure. like I still want to be friends with keep you keep him around as friends for sure yeah for sure and they seem like she would be very respectful and I think Katie to a, a lesser degree in my opinion kind of the same but Katie seems so? nice and I yeah. think I could be friends with Katie for sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I liked Katie I always liked Katie from the beginning I find her to be very very pretty mm-hmm. I think she's up, up my alley um, uh, and she seems kind of fun. She seems, I think Michelle just over, I think it seems like Michelle, like any situation you put her in, she is going to be like the, like she's going to steal the show. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really great. She'll never like cow, not cower, but she'll never like kind of shut down. You know, some people shut down in certain social aspects, you know, right. I feel like no matter what, she's just like, she's a, chame- a chameleon. She can kind of like adapt to anything. Sure. To me, it seems like, um, I don't know why I'm talking so much about Michelle. I just like her so much. She's great. <laughs> I like her I'm too. excited to see her season. Too bad have to wait so long. I'm more excited for hers than Katie's, but I'm still fairly excited for Katie's. Yeah, me too. I'm kind of excited to see how that goes. Yeah, um, which is really great. But that we learned that in the in the final rows. So we're covering two episodes. So mm-hmm. there was a three hours on on Monday, uh, uh, very long. It was a very long, right? Yeah. The first two hours, I don't even know what. I had to go over say. my notes again to just realize what happened, and I don't know. I don't know how they fit two hours of, of material. Um, from that, I don't, I don't get how that episode was two hours. That was insane. Yeah. It seemed like they were stretching. They, yeah. And I kept thinking that the after the rose would be the second hour. I didn't realize that was a whole third hour thing. And then when it got, I remember saying to you, like when it got to be about 90 minutes in total runtime, I was like, okay, so they're going to wrap it up now. Mm -hmm. And the after the rose will just be half an hour. Interesting. And then it became clear that it was just like, they're not yeah. speeding this up. Right. Like, I feel like it could have ended at the hour mark. It could have ended at the 90 minute mark, but they were like, no. Yeah. We're going to, str- <laughs> we're really going to make yeah. you wait for the outcome that you, I kind of guessed. Right. Yeah. You and I had a show before. So mm-hmm. Becca had her surgery. Uh, we're taping on a Tuesday right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Becca had her surgery yesterday. And uh, you and I had a show, mm-hmm. and we came home late um, to watch the Bachelor then podcast. And we did those two hours, and then it was one o'clock in the morning, and I was like, "Another fucking hour? You gotta be kidding me!" Yeah, I've been staying up late this weekend, so I was kind of like on the fence of whether or not we should keep going. But I'm glad we didn't. Yeah, it, that I mean that I that two hours was hard to even stay awake for, not because it was so late. It was just it was just so like uneventful right. up until the end there. But this last hour, for me, this like after the rose, that's one of the best after roses I've seen in a while. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine it being much more interesting than that because yeah. it, it kind of goes into social issues. It goes into, um, you know, cancel culture. Uh-huh. They did not a lot of talk about Chris Harrison, which I was hoping to hear more. Yeah. You know, they mentioned up front mm. um, that they were going to mention, they were going to talk about it. They I really think didn't. Maybe they haven't fully made all the decisions yet. So they're keeping it quiet. Yeah. Because. I my take is um, Chris not being the host of the show anymore for a while or maybe for good. I can understand all that. I don't think he can strip him from b- 
producing the show. Right. Just because he's like one of the original creators has been around forever. Like it, I believe in the punishment for these actions, but also I think that I just don't believe that that it, that it would go that far. Right. Who I, who am I to make the decisions? But I I don't think it would go that far. So maybe they're just like keeping his name off of the show. Right. Which was probably the best move. Yeah, I think morally they're just keeping his face off of it, <clears throat> right? More than anything, because I think that's you know obviously he's going to be always in the in the uh, behind the scenes. Yeah, especially on this episode, like there was no need to bring in another name or really discuss it. Uh huh. Right. Because he he's not returning um, for at least Katie's season, so wow. we know that we're going to have a new host. And I think as of right now, I didn't really get a chance to check online today but i think i don't think they've found out who oh yeah no they do um they think it's gonna be uh i think right all at all accounts is gonna be taisha yeah which i absolutely love see i don't really? i love taisha i think she's fantastic i don't think she is i think she's too bubbly i'm already forgetting who taisha married <sighs> why, do, why do that to me right now why would you oh do you that? don't remember either no you know i forget the stuff the it's second it's gone in my notes somewhere yeah because I loved her so much and I didn't care about really any of the guys on the show. Yeah. Anyway, we can... Oh, no, it was the... Yeah, of course. It was the uh, drug addict guy. Oh, right, right, Yeah, right. right, right. From Long Island. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who who we ended up really liking, by the way. I, re- I do remember that. Right. You and I. But uh, I find her to be... Um, I don't know. I just don't know how... She seems too fun. And I, I love Tasha. I think she's she's like... One of the best bachelorettes we've ever had, mm. but she just seems like too. Like, first off, she has no experience hosting the show, so hosting a show like a television show, right? Mm-hmm. And then, secondly, she seems just like too too fun, like too easygoing. Like, you need somebody like, you know. I was a little concerned about Emmanuel. I don't really. I knew about him a little bit. I knew about the book he wrote, and I, I know that it had a lot of a lot of praise, and he got a lot of good press about that. And um, I know he was a little wooden up front, but I, man, by the end there, I just was like, man, this guy's really good. Yeah, he's a great host. Like he he's asking the hard hard questions. Obviously, he was everybody you could tell was pretty coached, but he definitely was like like doing a really good job as you know as best as he can do, especially for the first time. I think he brought a intensity to right. it that yeah. was great. Yeah, and if it had been Chris, I think it would he would have gone easier. Agreed. On everyone, pretty much, and um, Emmanuel kind of just didn't really pull any punches, and just sort of like he was good at not being super confrontational, but also mm-hmm. just being like, "I'm asking you this now, answer it." Right. Like he wasn't like really going at anybody too aggressively, he, 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 like, but really just, listened to their answers. Right. Too. Yeah. There was just an intensity where he was just like, "I'm, I'm not letting you off the hook. Right. You, you got to answer." So let's do some fantasy booking, I think. So real quick, before we get into the episode. So I was thinking Tyra Banks, host. Host The Bachelorette? Mm-hmm. Hmm. She's great. She has a talk show experience. She's fun. It, is she not too busy, you think? Let's just say, let's just say she's oh, okay. not. Who do, you, who do you see would fill that? I mean, obviously we fun. can't do, we can't do, you know, a, a straight, or, or a white guy right now, right? Jeff Probst from Survivor? Okay, never mind. No, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't think they're going to cross brand. <laughs> Um, what were thinking, Aaron? Shit. I was thinking, I was thinking her, or I was even thinking. I know she's busy with the uh, um, with the equalizer, but Queen Latifah, I think, would be great. That'd be fun. Yeah, obviously, Oprah would be the best, but like, I don't. Yeah, it's hard, right? 
I'm trying to think of more female hosts of things, but couldn't it be like, I don't think they do this, but like Jimmy Kimmel, I think would be great. And Jimmy Kimmel would be great. Really fun. And he's obviously a big fan of the show. Right. Um, Lance Bass. <laughs> he's great. He's great in Vanderpump Rules. Is he around yeah. still? Yeah. Really? Yeah. He's like living his best life right now. He looks better than he's ever looked. Oh, looks I love that then. Yeah. I was thinking him. I was thinking maybe, um, um, I don't know. I just think like Tyra Banks would be the best. I don't know what popped that. I was thinking about that the other day and it really popped in my head. And I was like, God, she'd be great. I, I agree with you. I think she would be yeah. good. Anybody else stick out for you? No. In fairness to you, I didn't, I didn't think about asking you this question. <laughs> I, also I, gave you, I gave you no time to even think about it. I don't watch nearly enough like reality shows or, or game shows to even know who the good hosts are anymore. No, it's just like who do you think would, would fill those shoes well? Actor, uh, musician, um, Ozzy Osbourne? <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> um, I don't know. What about, uh, what's her name? Uh, oh, God damn it. People are going to yell at me. Who's the, is she a senator, Cortez? Oh, uh, AOC, yeah. Cortez. Yeah, she'd yeah. crush it. Could you imagine her? <laughs> she'd be great, yeah. How great would she be? <laughs> I, like that AOC would be bad there? for the country if she, if she suddenly <laughs> went over and did this. Went over there. <laughs> And they'd lose a lot of viewers immediately. Right. But how great. She would be. She would crush it. She would take no prisoners. She would be great. She's fun. Yeah. AOC. I love her. You see, can imagine like Bernie Sanders being the host of the, <laughs> <laughs> the <match. laughs> So the people listening, why don't you tweet at us or message us, DMS, whatever you want to do. Uh, let us know who you think should be the, the host. Uh, give us your top five of hosts for Bachelorette. And... Um, Let's see how ridiculous you can get that. Like, what's the most ridiculous? Let's th- we'll think about that in return. Maybe the next episode, we'll think of the most ridiculous uh, people, but that could actually probably do it. That you know, be just popped in my head. Bruno Mars would knock. Oh, uh, Bruno the Mars! Or, he doesn't. He can't do wrong. No. Yeah. He's got a new hit song out. I think Trevor Noah would do good. He's funny, but he's also like real introspective. He's he's real smart. Yeah, I yeah. don't think he'd take it seriously enough. True. He'd just be making fun of it the whole time. I took, he, did you watch the Golden Globes? He took that pretty serious? No, I, I skipped it. Oh, you skipped it? You missed I'm, it. You missed Bruno Mars. I'm sitting out award shows this year because they're, I don't know. Yeah. You know what? A lot of people are sitting out. Yeah. Yeah. They are down by 50%. Really? Yeah. I think because people just forgot they were even going to happen. Like when people were like, who do you, what do you think about the Oscar nominations? I was like, there's going to be an Oscar? <laughs> yeah. But then I will say I saw the nominations and I was like, oh yeah, I, I saw all these movies. They're great. Yeah. Like it's going to be a good Oscar year, but it doesn't feel like it uh-huh. because none of us went to the movie theater right. at all. I bet you know be good too? Anthony Mackie. Oh, I love him. Yeah. Yeah. He'd be good in there. Dwayne Johnson? The Rock is good at everything. He's fantastic at everything. If you yeah. haven't seen, if you want to see the Dwayne The Rock Johnson host a very good show, there was a show called The Hero that was on, uh, I believe it was on <laughs> USA, only one season, maybe six, seven years ago. <laughs> it is on iTunes. If you have 20 bucks you want to spare, I would highly suggest you buying that season and watching it. It is one of the best, it like survivor great. type uh, reality shows, like the challenge type shows that I've ever yeah. seen. I made you watch it two summers ago, and you loved it. It's pretty great. <clears throat> yeah. So let's, you know what? Let's get into the season finale. So Chris is still here. Um, we still he- hearing his voice. Obviously, this is pre-taped, um, but we have Matt. Matt's in a predicament. He's picking between Michelle and Rachel. Any comments on the on the? Do you even remember this episode? Yeah, there's not a lot to remember. Well, come, you're asking me to comment on what? What do you think about that? What do you think about the episode walking into it? Um, I was hoping that he would pick Michelle at this point, but mm-hmm. I was kind of expecting him to pick Rachel, 
And then I kind of got the feeling about halfway through that like he, he's going to go neither. Right. And I wound up being right, but it, it all went down in a very weird way. It did. So we see Matt right away, and mm-hmm. he's talking between Michelle and Rachel. He mentions, and this is where, to me, the red flags came up. Uh, he mentions Michelle, and he's like, you know, she is everything that you can think of as like a check checklist mm-hmm. for like the perfect woman, for the perfect wife. She she uh, clicks. She checks, right? Yeah. And then he goes, Rachel... I mean, she's hot. (laughs) And basically, he's like, I don't know, she's cool. And I was like, the second you hear like a guy go, yeah, but she's real beautiful, you're like, oh, Michelle's done for. Well, and he previously, Michelle said, I'm falling in love with you. And he was basically just like, thank you. Yeah. And then when Rachel said (laughs) it, oh, so sweet of you. And uh, Bree said it too. And he was just like, that's great. (laughs) And then when Rachel said it, he's like, I'm falling in love with you too. So I was like, okay, we could see who the front runner is here. But then, um, did we do this? What's the what's the worst response? Did we do this last week? To I love you. Yeah. Um, hey Blake. I uh, think we did talk about like if it's ever gone unreciprocated. Yeah. But I don't. Nah. Hey, I love you. Hmm. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> um, Say it to me, Jonah. Uh huh. I love you. I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> <laughs> I go, you kidding me? <laughs> wow, Blake, I love you. Well, how about that? <laughs> <laughs> you want one more? Let's keep going. Hey, Jonah. Yeah, uh-huh. I love you. Yeah, I said it about seventy degrees. <laughs> <laughs> Give me one more, <laughs> Blake. Mm-hmm. I love you. Well, wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> Say it. You can do it. I love you. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about this one? That was a fun game. Right, say it one more time to me. I love you. Well, too. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> it is funny at the end of relationships when people are just like, yeah, like I've I've been like out of relationship, and and the woman say like, but I you know I still love you, and I'm just like, I still care about you a lot, and <laughs> right. that must hurt so much. Oh yeah, and I'm sure I've had it said to me too, for sure. But it's like, uh, just the repelling of it, and then giving being like, how about you take this instead? Right. Yeah. It's right. Like, yeah. No. Yeah. It's like you know I'm yeah I, I'll miss you and I'll never stop loving you, and then people are like I think about you from time to time. Yeah. You're like okay, well fuck you. It's like I'd really like um. A New York strip steak, and they're like, um, "Here's a piece of toast." <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no butter. There isn't any butter. There's no butter. Yeah, yeah. There's no. Can butter. I just get some water. It's like there's some ice. You can chew on that. There, I know you wanted a steak, but um, here's toast. There's no butter, and it's a bit burnt. <laughs> now get out. No, yeah, and it's the end piece. Yeah, and you can eat it outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, eat it outside. Why make love to somebody outside here? Yeah, yeah, hurry up. You're on my couch. My new person's coming over. <laughs> Um, Okay, so we see um, Matt, mom and brother come in, Mm -hmm. which I think you, uh, I think you said a very funny thing about the mom. Well, I I really like Matt's mom, Mm -hmm. and she's great. I feel bad for judging her previously for um, stealing all those puppies. (laughs) 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 She's still like over a hundred puppies, right? (laughs) Right. But you know, she's was it over a hundred? It was just, I think, just over. <laughs> was it really? So it was like 102, 105? Lower. <laughs> in that ballpark. 101 puppies. Yep. 101 puppies? The Dalmatians, in fact. Dalmatians. Yep. Get out of town. Yep. For a firehouse? 
I forget. Why. Speaking of which, oh, is that a fact? Yeah, um, I think she was going to make coats. <laughs> I forget. It's is that really what happens in the movie? Yeah, for coats. That's true. She's making fur coats, and she wants that pattern of <laughs> white with show. black spots. I know. What a terrible movie. Yep. Yeah. Glenn Close is great in the live action one. I know you don't like cartoons. Uh, I like Glenn Close though. You know, it's funny. It's crazy. She does look like Glenn Close, Matt's mom. Mm-hmm. I wrote down, what a hot witch. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. What, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I feel like that's kind of, we were asking about the height. She's pretty tall. Mm-hmm. You were wondering about where to get his height because his dad was kind of shorter, I believe. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That is weird because, and he's taller than his mom. I never understood how that works. Uh-huh. How can you be taller than both your parents? Yeah, you just can be. I know. It's weird, though, right? Right. Like, I'm just shorter. I mean, you're than uglier my than dad. both yours. How'd hey, that happen? <laughs> come on. <laughs> my parents are hot. Yeah. Um, no, like, I'm just shorter than my dad. I was taller than both my parents. Really? Yeah, my dad was well short. He's like 5'9, five, 5'8. Five, I'm 5'10. Hmm. Not much taller. But everybody else in my family are over six feet. All the men. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the only one that did. I'm the only one that didn't grow over six feet. And his brother <clears throat> was like six two, but he like and his brother looked exactly like. It's interesting because his brother, my uncle, looked exactly like his his dad, my grandpa, and then mm. my dad looked exactly like his mom. So it's weird how like one person will like follow traits of. I look exactly like my grandpa. Do you really? Yeah, and a lot like my dad when he was uh, around my age. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I look a lot like my mom. I look a little bit, a yeah. little bit like my dad, but a lot more like my mom. Yeah. 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 As you can tell, I look like a skeleton. <laughs> yeah. he, has, he has lipstick on. <laughs> yeah. I have lipstick on, and I'm telling you, you're a good boy. Um, <laughs> which is good. Okay, so Michelle comes in. We see Michelle first, right? Which um, I'm trying to figure out the order of things. You know, sometimes you can kind of tell who's going to get. Sometimes I feel like you see the person that's going to go first. Yeah. More often than not. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> she comes in. Mom is crying. Mm. A lot. Matt's mom. Mm-hmm. A lot, a lot. And, she really uh, seems happy with Michelle. She does, right? Um, and uh, she does. She says she she what she, what her his mom says about Michelle is that like I can see why she made it to the final two. Mm-hmm. She seems very great, and that's also what we find on the after the rose is that Matt was like, or no, she says that uh, I integrated with her family so well, and then Matt integrated with mine so well. I just kind of knew that he was like my person. Sure. I use the wrong word by accident. I think <laughs> I think I did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it, yeah. I That's think the, that, I used it correctly. It works. Yeah. yeah okay. Good. Okay. <laughs> I just thought you were making it. <laughs> no, I wasn't making that joke. No. No. Okay. Good. Yeah. Let's no, I wasn't making past. that. Um, thank you for now, everybody canceling me. Uh, <laughs> thank you for taking it out of context. No, the, he, she's saying that that like it, it just felt like at home. Like you know, like he felt like so comfortable with her parents. Have you ever met a, had a girlfriend like that where you just instantly get along with her parents? Uh, yeah, pretty yeah. much all of them. Really? Um, I'm terrible with parents. I'm I'm really good with parents. Uh, my longest term relationships have always been great, but both families getting along fine. Yeah, my family's way harder to get along with than uh, I can tell. Mostly, yeah. Than so people that know, and I've been um, hanging out with your dad a lot lately. Uh, yeah. He's great. I love your dad. He's the easiest one to get along with. Okay, that's scary. <laughs> <laughs> your dad scares me <laughs> in the best way possible. Where I feel like I have to like wear a suit and be like, "Hello, sir." <laughs> like make sure I'm like in, in top tip top shape. No, he's pretty laid back. Though. Yeah, but no, um, no, my family's just kind of like bizarre and like spread out in ages, and like there's a lot of like explaining that needs to be done. <laughs> but when I go to like another family, like uh, 
I'm like, everything feels like the Brady Bunch here. Okay. Like when a whole family's getting along together and like appropriate ages and like uh-huh. the like a normal looking size, a normal size family. I'm like mine is not like look right. like this. Yeah. My extended family is enormous. Uh huh. And uh, my immediate family is kind of like, yeah, kind of spread out in age in an odd way. Okay. My families are so short. I have like very small families mm-hmm. on both ends. Um, you know, it's one thing that I didn't realize <clears throat> because like my my mom was a recovering alcoholic. So like my family didn't really drink a lot around her. So I just thought like you just don't drink much as a family. You mm-hmm. know, you have a drinker here or there. And then I started hanging out with uh, especially girls from the south side here in Chicago. And holy shit, like they just get fucked up with their family. Oh, yeah. And like my girlfriend now gets fucked up with her family and they just <laughs> drink so much. I'm like, I'm, this is the thing I've been missing. I'm like my whole life. Yeah. Is how much families love getting drunk together. Me and my sister Angela on like, I think the last time we did it was probably Halloween, and it was just like we're by like one in the morning. We're just like, ah, da, 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 because <laughs> <laughs> we, we're we're close, but we don't see each other in person, especially not like this year with right. the pandemic and stuff. But um, yeah, if it's a holiday or any like excuse to drink, uh, we'll just sit and bullshit for you know right. hours and hours and hours. That's what I want to see. I want to see that on the Bachelor. I want to see like a, a family and then you know the <laughs> the date come and then they just all get fucked up together. Yeah, the dad says like way too much or like right like he's like got a nice hiney on. You, <laughs> <laughs> you want to like sit over here, sit on my lip. <laughs> have you had a parent or or like you don't have to say who, but have you had like a family member? Um, say kind of inappropriate things to. Oh, for sure. Yeah, isn't that insane? When like, they're when they're drunk, but not like nothing like sexualized, but like inappropriate for no, sure. My dad would say stuff like that, not like towards really? her, but it was it would be like a sexual comment about like like I remember he was we're just and he wouldn't be drunk. That's the saddest part. We'd just be at yeah. lunch. And he's just like <laughs> you know what I miss. I mean, he's like I miss those uh, not bucket seats. Uh, the old like a like a uh, Impala would have like. Um, a bench seat. He's like, you know, I miss yeah. those bench seats. He's like, you know why? And he looked over. He's like, things were a lot easier back then. If you know what I mean. <laughs> and then my girlfriend afterwards was like, was your dad trying to tell me that that um, the bench seats were better so I could suck your dick? And I was like, I think he was. I really, really think he was. And I was like, Dad. I love the idea of how popular Roadhead used to be. Right. <laughs> Where it was just like, we got to design the seats to make this easy <laughs> yeah, for, make for this our easy. clientele. Yeah. Right. It's like it shouldn't be easy. Right. <laughs> You're not yeah. supposed to be doing that. Or the idea of like even even like even more like cuddly where like you could you could like drive with one hand and your arm around somebody else with another when they're like cuddled up next to you. Like right. that doesn't seem safe. <laughs> right. Right. Cool design card. Though. You ever had that? You read I used to have I just just popped in my brain that I sometimes would have girlfriends who were like tired and then would put their like head on my lap just asleep during in the car. Mm-hmm. And I always be like, this is bad for you. Like, if you get an accident, also this looks really bad. Yeah. And it just feels, it feels very uncomfortable. I yeah. think the only way to sleep in a car is, and I'll do it on road trips sometimes, because in comedy, you have to drive a, lot of road trips. a few hours, yeah. four hours to get to a place. If I'm like trading off with somebody driving, I'll just be like, I'm going to go to sleep if that's okay. And uh, then you can sleep on the other side. And then I take the seat all the way back, uh-huh. and I treat it like a little bed, like a little bed. Yeah, yeah. And I put a, if put a little pillow or I ball up my jacket. Yeah, that goes right in the corner. That's the only way to sleep in a car, if you ask me. Yeah, the you're only like way. Uh, you're like uh, those guys that fall asleep in the massage cha- chairs at the mall. Yeah, Kinda it's like basically that. like a recliner. Right. And in a comfy car, it can you can fucking really zone out. See, I'm not a sleeper. I always feel like I have to stay up with the driver mm-hmm. because like there's been so many times where like. 
you know, you do that thing where a bunch of you got like a bunch of friends drive up to visit a friend in college mm. and then they drive home. Like if you drove, everyone's just so hungover, they sleep the whole time. So you just drive by yourself. So I actually, yeah, I like that. I really? prefer that. I like, I like when everyone's sleeping and I can drive by myself cause I can listen to what I want. I can listen to a podcast I want. Uh, I can listen to pedals or pricks, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't need... If I'm driving long distance, I don't need the person to stay up with me. No, I just always feel like I... Some people to. are like that, where they're just like, you're not falling asleep, are you? Come on, I need the company. It's just like, well, Oh, I know. I would why? never be like that. Yeah. It's like, then let me drive and you right. sleep. You jackass. You jackass. <laughs> you jackass. Um, so, <clears throat> so, Michelle, I think she does very well with Matt's family. Yeah. Yeah. Great. She I goes... Her- she does slightly better than Rachel, but I feel like they both... Do good. I loved Matt's brother. Yeah, he's cool. I loved how he was just like, do you want to talk? And they're like, yeah. And then he would just grill them with these questions. What is his story? I forget. Cause I don't know. I feel like, didn't we meet him before? I think we did. But I can't really remember. Because I remember we definitely met his mom before. Mm-hmm. But what did... I feel like his brother kind of got into kind of some, some bad things for a little I bit. I thought so too, but I can't remember what. He's his older brother. Matt's the younger one. And I right. think Matt kind of like... Oh, that's he, right. Yeah, he was just like, oh, Matt's kind of like, you know, the reason why I wanted to kind of get back into the straight and narrow. Right. Yeah. And, um, but it was really funny. It was just, uh, yeah, it was just kind of crazy about like, he like all of a sudden, like you sit down and then he's like, you ever been in love before? And they're like, yeah, yeah. yeah. He goes, what's love to you? <laughs> right. <laughs> he says, how'd you know you're in love? Are you in love now? Let's go. Let's just like... I've never been grilled like I that. I think he by even said like brother. How, he was like, "How many serious relationships have you been in?" That's right. She was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. And like for Rachel, she was like two. But if like someone quartered me and they were like, "How many?" I'd be like, "Like nine? <laughs> I know. <laughs> like what difference does it make? Right. You've been in love before. I'm like, "There's a difference between being in love and love." I've loved, but I've only been in love. Like, <laughs> right. Are you still in love with them? I'm like, I'm still in love with one of them. Obviously. <laughs> was it? What was it to you, bud? Was it to you? <laughs> I want them to kind of flip it around. And be like, "Have you ever been in love?" And he's like, "No." Starts crying. <laughs> He's like, I'm in love with you right now. Um, so, I mean, overall, I thought it was a good, good little meetup between Michelle and the, the parents or the mom and brother. I thought it went great, and then it, that goes. This is how cute I think Michelle is. When they walk away, she, uh, he, well, one doesn't open a door for her. Red flag. Uh, two, right. he goes uh, to the car, and then she. While his her his back is to her, she picks up a little snowball and then throws it at him. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought this was real cute. That she was did it in a real cute way. Not where I was like really hard at his head, but like just kind of like, hey, right. hey, I'm still here. Yeah, don't forget about me, pal. Yeah, and he's like, mm. he's like, you gone. Yeah, he's like, I'm going with Rachel, and also I'm not really even picking her either. Right, yeah. and also like, don't ever get my turtleneck wet ever again. This is my turtleneck. Yeah, not a lot of turtlenecks. He's walking away from it. No, uh, Emmanuel had one on. That he did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He looked really nice. He looked so good, and I couldn't I think, tell. I think they're in. Yeah. Are they? Will they? It seems based on this season, they really are. Yeah. Um, okay, so then Rachel meets the mom and brother, and uh, Matt has to give her a little pep talk before, which we didn't see with Michelle. Um, uh, again, Matt's brother's been a little ridiculous. I wrote Matt's brother's been a little ridiculous. I feel like this is like an uncomfortable job interview. Right. You're like a job interview when you were like in in um high school where it was like a pretty easy job but the the person you're like well, this is I'm 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 trying to get a job at like fucking Best Buy. Why are you giving me these I've had a lot of different jobs and I feel like the all of the interview processes were overly um 
convoluted mm-hmm. and like unnecessarily kind of harsh. Right. And also like I got almost I can't really think of a job interview I went on that I didn't get it. Right. Um so like I think I was a good interviewer obviously. But yeah, there would be people being like uh like where do you see like where do you see yourself in like 5 years? Like those are such bullshit questions. Like, yeah, nobody it's like really for a restaurant you're like not here. Right. For the love of God. And also, you're being interviewed by a manager who doesn't really even want to do his job, probably. Right. So it's just like, why are we putting ourselves through this? Like, if I was in that position and I was just like, I saw your resume, uh, you're you're a good fit for the job. Do you want, do you happy with us? Right. You feel like you really do want to work here? And they were like, yeah. They're like, okay, then you're in the, right. in the content, you're in the, in the pool of contenders. I'm not going to grill you. That's it. Yeah. I tried getting a bartending job once and I think he, the guy was just like, all right, um, Sure. Tell me an example of a of a, of a time that uh, that uh, communication was important between the the front and back of the of a of a staff or like a of a restaurant. And I was like, just ask me if I know how to make a drink, you son of a bitch. <laughs> right. Like I don't know. I don't, I'm sorry, I didn't mark this down this time. <laughs> right. He wasn't like, how do you make a pina colada? He's just like, all right. Um, tell me time that, that it's been. Um, you've been in an argument with management and uh, how you resolved it. And I was like, what the fuck? You just yeah. get an argument with somebody? What's going on with you? I really think it's an overrated. Um, skill as being a good yeah. interviewee. Like, Tell me a time when you broke up with a girlfriend and you had to go to job. You had to go to work the next day and interview somebody. Tell me about how you went through that. I was like, <laughs> yeah. "What the fuck?" <laughs> He's like, "How did you hold back the tears? <laughs> How'd you hold back the tears? How'd you do that? Huh? How'd you do that? You son of a bitch! You look like the guy. You look like the guy." Um, but, but I think overall, Matt, you know, um, Rachel did fine. What do you think? Yeah, I think Rachel did. Just as good as Michelle. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked Michelle in that dynamic more. And Me I too. feel like Mich- Matt's mom liked Michelle a little more, if I had to guess. Agreed. Um, but they, they both did great. Yeah. Um, so Matt is... Uh, this is when we see Matt start having a little bit of a breakdown. Um, this is when you said, I forgot how big his Adam's apple is. Yeah. <laughs> Which is... I forgot how big it was, too. It's Holy huge. Lord. And like, is mine... What a man. Mine just goes... To there, right? Mine's like a yeah. knuckle. Let me see yours. Yours is yeah. about the same as mine, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think ours are normal. His is like, it looks like another chin. It's like a man's man. Is it? I think that's like kind of like gross looking. <laughs> you think so? I mean, he's a super handsome guy, but oh, it's yeah. like, I don't, I don't know. I don't like, if I'm like even just hanging out with the guy and I look and his Adam's apple is huge right next to him, I'm just like, yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like looking at that. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um. So this is one... Matt's confused, and this is when Chris comes out. Um, and then Chris has to console. Um, this is the beginning of Chris trying to one like almost like cheerlead for Matt to finish this. Like, hey man, you got to finish this. But he's he's doing it. He's trying to do it in a very I think uh, tiptoey way, you know, mm-hmm. like eggshell way. Um, but the Matt's clearly confused. <clears throat> and you know what I feel like is because Matt says this later on is that. Uh, uh, Matt says uh, something close to, uh, oh, that, that her, her, his mom told her that feelings fade mm-hmm. over time. <clears throat> yeah. And I think his mom had like a really bad experience with his dad. And I think it's one of those things, like such a bad experience, she hasn't really let that go. And I think she's transferring that to Matt a little bit. Yeah. I could see that. So it seems like Matt's always confused about making the right choice. You think that his father's feelings faded for his mother, and he kind of left. Right, and started doing kind of some bad things. He was cheating on her a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I think his dad was maybe like a bit of a, a ladies' man. Well, maybe a bit of a womanizer, if you want to use a harsher term. Mm-hmm. And but he clearly isn't. So, yeah, you were making a good point where you're like he's got to let this go. Yeah, yeah. I feel but like I he's got to let this get go. These complexes over over their parents. Sometimes. Do you have? Do you think you have any? Nah, you don't think so. No, I'm a lot like my dad. Um, no commitment issues. Not really. No. No. Not specifically. Didn't you say today that you couldn't do this podcast anymore? <laughs> <laughs> Even though it's it's a good thing. You I've don't been, know why I've you been hosting leave. another podcast behind your back. <laughs> <laughs> you have? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? This is how, this is how you tell me? You tell me now? How could you? Uh, no, I don't think my parents didn't really. I think my parents messed me up in other ways, but not <laughs> not, in, okay. not in that. Well, we'll get in that to a different <laughs> a yeah. different podcast. Um. Yeah, I can. <laughs> oh, I just thought of a bad joke. Um, we'll get into that when we when we talk about the Woody Allen documentary. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I take that back. Allen, uh, what is it called? Allen versus um, that's not Farrell. Yeah, Mia Farrell, right? Farrell, Farrell. Yeah. Don't for the listeners, if you're thinking about watching it, don't watch it if you're a bit squeamish. It's a terrible documentary. I, I haven't finished it yet. at all. I think it's well made, but it it's boy, very well made. It it's just like, awful. It's it's absolutely awful. Yeah. Um. Fuck Woody Harrelson. Harrelson. No, I like. <laughs> I would fuck Woody Harrelson. Fuck Woody Allen. Excuse me. <laughs> I fuck. I fuck, fuck Woody Allen. Mary Woody Harrelson. <laughs> yeah. And I'd kill Woody Allen. I'd kill Woody from Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. I'd marry Woody from Toy Story, <laughs> yeah. and then I'd fuck Woody Harrelson. <laughs> Um, okay, so Matt's a little upset. Um, he goes to Michelle. They have their last date. This is when they go on the roof mm-hmm. top, and uh, he slips right away. It looks like he's going to die. <laughs> he is not doing well. Um, she kind of has to help him out, mm-hmm. and uh, they uh, descend, almost like they're descending in their relationship. Yeah, kind of metaphorical, huh? Mm-hmm. A little bit. I don't like it. I don't like it either. Also be like, you know, I'm about to break up with you, but before I do, want to risk your life one more time? Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. We may as well. Hey, before I break up with you, should we have like, I don't know, a memory that will last forever? Let's pretend I'm Batman and you're Catwoman and we're breaking up. <laughs> uh, and then Chris is like a little Robin outfit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Holy Tolody there, Batman. Um, and um, basically this is when he goes, I, um, I don't, I'm not... Um, Oh wait, I want to say one thing for you, Matt or Matt uh, Blake, that I wrote down is, uh, you know, when people do things like this, um, they always go like, "Woo!" like that. I think we might have mentioned this in the podcast before. You know, like I don't like when people, when you like, like when you go on a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had somebody that you went on with? They're like, "Did you enjoy it?" And you're like, "Yeah, of course I did. It was scary. It was fun." They're like, "I didn't hear you woo at all." <laughs> no, <You've never laughs> no one's anybody? ever confronted me about my woo. I've been confronted about my really, woos. yeah. Then why didn't you will? I have had people say that, not with that, but with like, um, like a concert or like a movie. Okay, where they're just like, "Did you like that?" And I'm like, "Of course." Yeah, but they're like, "You weren't like, like dancing around or saying." I was like, "I was taking it in." Yeah, I know. Me too. That's the what same we're way. supposed to be doing. Right. The, the band doesn't want you to sing with them. They don't. <laughs> right. Yeah. Unless they ask you to, unless it's like Sweet Caroline or some dumb bullshit, <laughs> don't sing along with the band. Right. And don't heckle comedians while you're at it. <laughs> yeah, you son of a bitch. I've had a few shows ruined recently <laughs> by dumb assholes. <laughs> um, and, with a, and with a movie, I think I've told you this before, 
Just the way I take things in is I just like feel like I stare like into it. Right. Because I want to like lose myself in it. Right. Because that's how you're supposed to take in a movie. Any right. like great filmmaker would say like, don't like be on your phone. Don't like whatever, like just watch it. So if I watch a movie with like you and Beck and it's a comedy, I'll be laughing along with you. But if I watch the same thing alone, nine times out of 10, I'll just stare at it. Uh-huh. And then I'll be—I'll tell people how funny I thought it was. Oh yeah, I'm the but same I don't way. laugh out loud when I'm alone. Right, I don't as much. I do, but not as much. Obviously, like laughing is like a communal thing, you mm-hmm. know. But like, I definitely will like watch something and something will be funny, and, and then I'll just be like, "That's funny." Yeah, like I won't be. It like, has to be really, really funny to make me laugh when I'm alone. Right. And it's interesting because for, I've seen you cry alone a lot. I cry alone. <laughs> I don't even need to be watching anything. <laughs> <laughs> but if I'm on a roller coaster, no, I wouldn't make any noise i might go like ah. <laughs> yeah little, wait what is that <laughs> <laughs> but i wouldn't like yell to yell right i think people want everyone to know how much they're having fun yeah <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah i hate that thing where because matt, cause matt for, does it awkwardly uh, he's just like Woo! you think it's the same for um making love as well what do you mean that you just stare and not say anything no that, but people that are really loud when they're making love you think sometimes it's like take come on yeah yeah of course yeah but then, but the thing is, like, why? But sometimes I think it's not fake. Like, if you're with the same person for a long time, uh-huh. and every time it's like, especially like loud yeah. <laughs> noises, it's just like, I know you're not faking anymore. Like, this is odd. Mm-hmm. Oh, because you can tell the difference. <laughs> well, no, or it's like, if you are faking still, please stop. It's not, <laughs> right. it's not doing me any favor. Right. You're just yelling like, in my ear. Yeah. And also, like, I can see you, and you're also rolling your eyes while you make that. <laughs> <laughs> Some people, I think, really like that, but uh-huh. I don't, it makes no difference to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's just like that kind of like reassurance I'm having fun. Mm-hmm. Like, I went, I went to my. I, the, the last relationship I just got out of fairly recently, uh-huh. it was very um, good. Yeah. In bed, but both of us pretty quiet, and we like would bring it up, be like, "Yeah, we we're like a quiet, <laughs> quiet love making couple, you know." Yeah, but we both are just naturally quiet, quiet. It's not like huffing and puffing, but there's no no screaming. You it's know, a lot of huffing and puffing. Yeah, yeah, very little screaming going on. <laughs> <laughs> the way you said that it seems like it should be dangerous screaming. Right. Yeah. There's no screaming going on there. Well, how come you didn't scream? <laughs> well, you didn't scream. <laughs> Why don't you scream for me, sweetie? Is that a creepy voice? I'm working on it. Let That's good. Just... It's really creepy. Is it creepy? Yeah. <laughs> You're working on it? Good night. <laughs> Stop. You, you've got it right. Okay, you don't good. need to work on it. Anymore. You don't think I should work on it? No. God damn it. Okay, I'll try. Um, if anything, reel it back. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so this is when um, Matt basically ends it with Michelle. Yep. Very sad. Mm-hmm. And then she apparently asked for a couple minutes afterwards, which you don't get. I, I, I'm I on Michelle's side, but you don't get that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I've gone through breakups, uh, you know, both ways. Like, I, I end it or the person ends it. But it's uh-huh. like, I, you don't, just don't. You, uh, It's off like chopping off a limb of your body. Right. It's over. You know what it's I mean? It's over, baby. If, if one person's sure it's over... Let it go. All the she was trying to do because it seemed like she was. I I think she didn't like that he got the last word, uh and she wanted to be like, "I really." I bet you she wanted to say something along the lines of like, "I really do love you. Right. Uh, I respect your decision, but um, I think you didn't, you know, take us seriously enough, or something along those lines." Where she was going to try to not convince him, but just be like, "I want you to remember me like this." Yeah, telling you that I love you with all my heart. 
to me too it seemed like good, she good wanted luck, off cam- like an off camera yeah like split up but I, I feel like if it's a TV show or not it, it's a hard pill to swallow but you gotta just be like that's it mm-hmm. same with being like fired from a job or like like if two friends break up right. with a friendship like get, at least give it some time so you've when you've been fired from a job you never were like hey can we talk about this first I think I have said that. Oh, really? Okay, I was well, kidding. No, I think um, the only or, job. Or are I was you ever, like? Why does it have to be like this? The only job I was ever really fired from was um, the sales job that I hated and was like, you know, looking for other jobs anyways. Like, I didn't want to work there anymore, but I also didn't want to like suddenly have no paycheck. Yeah. So I hung out for longer than I should have, and then when I was like officially let, they were just letting me go. They they offered me like a package and like whatever. They were very nice about it. But um, I was like, wait, I'm confused. Like, is this like, because uh, I had been like reprimanded before. I was like, I was like, is this like a done deal? And they were like, essentially, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, shit. I, you guys are like letting me go for good. And they're like, we don't want it to be like a firing situation, but you don't want to be here. Right. You know, you're not being as good of an employee as you used to be. And I was like, so this is really it, huh? Yeah. And they were like, they don't want to fire you because they don't want to so. pay you unemployment, by the way. No, I would have gotten unemployment, but really? I got another job right yeah. away. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. No, they told me I could file and they wouldn't fight it. Oh, okay. They were nice. They were nice people. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm sure that happened. I mean, you still think I about hated that? that job. You still think about that job from time <laughs> No, I think about how much I hated it. Oh. Um, okay, so... <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Um, so, it was sad watching Michelle realize what's going on, mm-hmm. right? And basically, he was just like, I'm not... I, I'm falling out a lot. I, he was like, I was in love and I'm just like, kind of not anymore. It's just kind of like, you know, I just don't look at us like I once did. It's basically what he's saying. Sure. She leaves. He gets really upset, goes outside. Right. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he's sitting, he's doing the classic sitting on a curb, upset, staring at the ground. Chris sits next. It's almost like a movie. Chris sits next to him. And he's like, you okay? Mm-hmm. And then he's just like, oh, I'm really not. Yeah. Looks forward. I was like, "This is like the mo- th- that to me was the most realistic thing I've seen." I've seen a lot of guys do that, where th- something's happened, they've been upset, they sit, mm-hmm. they look forward, like you know, like arms <clears throat> over the knees while the knees are kind of up high by that by your chest, yeah, and you're just kind of looking out, and you're like, you "Okay," and they're just like, "Nah, I'm not." Yeah, like that. Not like I need to talk about it. It's just like I'm not okay. And then a couple tears go down. Yeah. I've been there, my friend. <laughs> Or maybe I just sure. felt like I was looking at a mirror. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I think I think uh, Matt's a very sincere guy. Yeah. And I, I felt for him there. I could tell that, you know, they're forcing him to make a decision. That's why, like, if this was real life, you think that, and they had made it that far, you think that either of the two women would be okay with him exploring his feelings for both? Like at the same time? Yeah. No. I don't either. Yeah. But sometimes people find that relationship in real life or that arrangement. True. Um, And I've been in the situation where I start seeing someone and they're still talking to their ex or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then I'll say like, you know, you you take a minute and and decide here. Right. And then um, sometimes they will... (laughs) they will choose to stay with me over the ex. And then I'm just like, oh, fuck. Like, I hope <laughs> if I screw this up and that yeah. was the right guy for them, I'm going to feel awful. Yeah, it's like you made a really bad decision. Yeah. Or you almost have to break up with them because they make bad decisions. Yeah. Because they chose you. Um, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Where it's like, you chose me, you're making a bad decision. <laughs> yeah, so like, you clearly don't make good decisions. <laughs> I was like, that was a test and you failed. <laughs> and you failed, lady. 
Um, but no, it's a weird, it's a weird thing where it's like, it's a lot of pressure being the person that is chosen, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Weird sitch. Weird sitch. Weird sitch. The way this all unfolds is really crazy when you look at it from the beginning of the season. Right. Like Rachel ultimately. just has these commitment issues because he won't even commit them to, he won't even commit to, um. Uh, God damn it! Uh, Rachel, thank you. Yeah, we want to commit to Rachel, and just, and now they're fully. It looks like we'll never. Be yeah, a thing. Again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's. I'm telling you, I think it's it's mommy daddy issues no, coming through. I think that maybe that was the first case, but then I really think that from the after the rose thing, I think he's just like oh I, that's a, yeah oh that's a different situation right, for right. sure. But we'll leading leading up to him choosing Rachel but not proposing to her, I thought was kind of sweet. Right. But he won't, he's like telling her like, I, I want kids and I love you and I want to be with you, but he doesn't want to make the commitment of a proposal. You know, the only thing that this reminds me That's a commitment of, problem right there. Yeah, you're right. The only thing that this reminds me of, the only parallel I can draw at all is The movie like, Multiplicity? <laughs> no, but interesting. <laughs> um, I, I'm a big um, sports fan. I really like right. b- boxing and uh, UFC and, and things like that. And sometimes you'll see somebody climb the ranks- and beat all their opponents for sometimes years. Mm-hmm. They have to they have to fight the hardest challengers in the world. They beat them, and they get up to the point where they're fighting for the championship. They win the championship, but then they broke some rule, like they might have had a performance enhancing uh, supplement in mm-hmm. their system that they didn't even know about, and then they lose the belt. Mm-hmm. That's been Rachel's journey. You know what I mean? Yeah, like she re- literally won, right? But then they're like, "Wait a minute." Uh, we're gonna review this, and then it's like you get nothing. Yeah, you're fucked. Yeah, you Sorry. get nothing, and also now she's like, you. But I'm doing everything I can, and she's like, "Nah." Right, not. and then meanwhile, Michelle winds up better off because she gets a whole season of her own. I know, I know. So it's like, if what if this had gone the other way? Like, I don't know. Right, and this thing's so that that's a good transition because that we transition right into after the rose, right? Mm-hmm. So um, we have a, a, a Emmanuel uh, Acho who comes in. God bless uh, you. Oh, thank you. Uh, um, have you ever seen Men in Tights? Mm-hmm. Or the guy's name is Achu. Of course, that's yeah. pretty much what I'm doing. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah, Achu. And he, he goes, uh, he goes, uh, my uncle a sneeze. <laughs> I think yeah. my uncle a sneeze. Um, uh, who I think I think crushes it. I feel bad for him because, like, you know, like when I know you're not a huge fan of The Daily Show, but John Stewart was like a staple. Oh, I loved The Daily Show. This reminds remind, I didn't like it after John Stewart. See, this reminds me of that. It reminded me when, when Trevor Noah and. Uh, Trevor Noah took over for John Stewart. There was so much anticipation, and then he was a little wooden up front, and people were like, "Ah, fuck him!" But he was still trying to find his own way. Like yeah. if you watch it, like if you watched it pre, uh, right before the pandemic, he was doing an incredible job. Yeah, uh, Trevor Noah. I, think, I don't think he's but bad. It's, just, it's yeah. just a different show, but they right. wouldn't allow it to be a different show. And I feel like I haven't I haven't read any of the the, the reviews on Emmanuel yet, but I feel like it's going to be the same thing. Where? I really, really liked him. I, I wrote Emmanuel Achu, and then I drew a little heart next to it Aww. because I, I love him as you a host. Did, you did do it. I'll give you, uh, next time, I'll get you a red pen. Um, <laughs> I really loved him as a host. And I brought it up before, but the the intensity of his questions and just how he sort of like an unrelenting um, waiting for a response mm-hmm. is just, that's just good interview technique. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I could see him in a role like this or if he got his own... Yeah. Why not give someone like that his own daytime talk show? I feel like mm-hmm. daytime, like I'm happy for all the, like the the view and like whatever, like these shows that are clearly geared more towards women, I would guess. Mm-hmm. 
And now um, Drew Barrymore has a show, like, great. Yeah. You know? But that, um, fucking, uh, what's her name? Uh, Lewis. What the hell is her first name? Hmm? What's her name? The the, the woman that does a daytime talk show that's like asks really tough questions and it's kind of like mean. Wendy Williams. Wendy Lewis. <laughs> yeah. There's another one named Lewis, but I can't yeah. think of her. Right. Um, but they're just they're all kind of the same. Why not put something like this on in the daytime for you know the men, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe someone who wants like a male perspective on? Um, Isn't what Michael Strahan is for? Yep, yeah. Michael Strahan's a great example. Yeah. Is he still doing it? I think so. I got I got to plead ignorance on all this. I don't really right. watch any day. Yeah, we can tell by just listening to it. I, right now. <laughs> I never watch any daytime TV at all. Yeah, me either. Um, so I don't even know what's on. But um, I think he, from what I remember those shows being like, he would be perfect mm-hmm. for just his own show or something yeah. like that. So I'm curious what happens with him. I really love him as a host. And I, I, I will admit, I didn't know anything about him before. I didn't know he was an NFL player. I didn't uh-huh. know about that book he wrote. Oh, you didn't know about the book? I knew about that book, but I didn't know he was the writer. Okay, yeah. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm a big fan of him. Yeah, I could format. tell he was, a little, he was a little, I wrote a little wooden up front. Um, I also wrote, like, I don't think he knows what, you could tell he doesn't know what to do with his mouth yet. Because <laughs> he was doing that thing where he's, like, smiling, or then he's, like, like, dude, like, you could just tell he's just, like, yeah. not used to being, having a camera on him all the time. You know, it's the same thing, like, where people, which we talk about a lot, is when people have, like, a weird on-camera walk, because they just, like, don't know exactly what to do with their body while they walk. Nah. I feel like he doesn't know what to do with, like, his face while he's listening to somebody at first, but by the end, he was doing great. Yeah. I could just tell, I was like, this guy's real awkward. He, you could tell he's just like, what do I do with my mouth? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> How do I blink? He's like, How do I blink? How do I? Okay, cool. <laughs> and then also, his interview, they got better, but he would always be like, uh, let me ask you this. And I was hoping Matt would be like, no. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, okay, well, let me ask you this. And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, all right, all right. Well, let me ask you this one. He goes, uh uh-uh. uh. No way, Emmanuel. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Overall, I liked it. I liked uh, all the interviews he did. Yeah, I thought he was uh, great. Um, Michelle does come out. Um, she just basically was, that's when she mentions about the family thing. And then um, she uh, was just, you could tell she's just hurt and she's moved, She's trying to do what she can to move on. Mm-hmm. Um, she mentions that she's real upset with, uh, like, that she's she has no problems with Rachel, but she's really upset by her actions and what she did. This is kind of the theme of the, the show. Yeah. Uh, Matt comes out. And um, Michelle talks about how how hurt she was that he wouldn't even talk to her. Right. Right. And then Matt was like, well, if I really know that you're hurting, I would totally say, yeah. (laughs) She's like, what do you think I wanted? Like, do you think I wanted to get dinner with you or something or a drink? He's like, I wanted to talk, motherfucker. Yeah. I get why she would want that, but also I don't feel like he owes anybody anything at that point. When you make a decision like that. No. It's just over. I I like that you could tell she's a little, little scorn, a little hurt. Sure. Because she goes, uh, she goes. Well, I, after this relationship, I know what I'm looking for, and I also don't know what I'm. I know what I'm not looking for, and she looked right at, right at Matt. Yeah. The things I'm not looking for, and then she's like, "You still kiss with your mouth open, with your eyes open?" And he's like, yeah. "No, nah, I fixed that." And he goes, "Oh, good." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was kind of like a fun, playful, like little like jab, but you could tell it was kind yeah. of like, uh, it, yeah. I think it made it clear it was like, "Hey, no hard feelings, we're cool," mm-hmm. and uh, like uh, there's mutual respect there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was the thing that Emmanuel 
was doing that kind of bugged me where he was just like, this might be the last time you two ever see I know, he or kept speak saying to that, each other. Right? And it's just like, why does, it, why does that have to be the case? Yeah, right. They could call each other like later that night. Like, Do you want to have one last embrace? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's Rachel, it was really depressing because yeah. like, they were just about to get married potentially. I know. I know. And Rachel clearly still wants to. Yeah, I know. And I was just like, no. Yeah. But with Michelle, it was just like, you two have to go live on different planets <laughs> starting today. The spaceship <laughs> is loaded. Yeah. <laughs> so what is what are your last words before you blast into orbit? And the loser has to go up with Elon Musk. <laughs> right. So choose wisely. And they like took it seriously. They were just like, well, I, I wish you... They were like sweet about it. Uh-huh. But it also could have been like, hey, we could like go out for lunch next week. There's no like right. law against that. Yeah. You know? Emmanuel's like, yes, there is. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what the fuck did I just say? <laughs> this is it. This is it. <laughs> say goodbye for good. No lunch, no brunch. Right. <laughs> yeah, he just goes, uh. He goes, we tapped both your phones. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he like, basically goes, yeah. Like in that scene in, um, uh, did you ever see The Town? Mm-hmm. When he like says to like the uh, uh, to the security guard, he like says like his his address. Mm-hmm. He's like whatever fourteen eighteen Greenville, whatever wife Michelle, daughter Michelle. The Michelles want you to open the door yeah. like that. He does that bullshit. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Was it? <laughs> yeah, it's a good movie. It was a good movie. You're looking at me with a little twinkle in your eye. I don't know how to read it. Twinkle, a little twinkle. <laughs> Any hooser. Um, so then Matt comes out, or Matt and Manuel talk a little bit about, you know, kind of about the the situation that was kind of like, you know, dented dented the reputation, I mean, more than already was with The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. And um, they have a hard discussion that I don't think that we have any right to, to comment on, but they have a hard discussion about being, you know, being black, uh, black men in society and how it is to kind of be raised and feel like, like, I think um, Emmanuel said a nice, uh, a very interesting thing. I think it was him or Matt, or basically was like, sometimes when I meet like a white person, I'm like, I might be the only black person they're going to meet all day. Like, mm-hmm. what? I, I never really thought of it that way to to have yeah, that thought. That, that was hitting me pretty hard too. That yeah. was hitting me really hard too. Where where they're just like, I feel like I have to ha- I have to make sure that I represent myself the best I can. So they constantly right. Yeah. And yeah, and as individuals, people should be able to have whatever personality type they want right. or whatever um, you know way of treating other people they want it they shouldn't be a representative for their entire race right and to feel that way seems like a lot of you know that's re- so much pressure yeah it's pressure and it's i'm sure that weighs on people and i'm sure it um it's like a daily thing for for black people in america mm-hmm. and it's very depressing that that's still the case and i think um i think they both did a good job of explaining how that feels because i i left this episode feeling stronger with um my understanding of that, mm-hmm. especially from the inner perspective of, um, you know, a television celebrity, but a person who's speaking very honestly about right. the thing. Yeah, I agree. It didn't feel like anything was kind of being embellished or kind of exaggerated for television. It felt like right. this is a real person's real experience. Right. You're yeah. not dressing it up for TV. No, not at all. Yeah. Yeah, it felt, uh, it felt like real raw and honest, mm-hmm. for sure, 100%. Um, and that's when we find out that Matt and Rachel, uh-oh, no longer together. Yeah, yeah, I saw that coming too. Right, which we all kind of knew, especially uh, with Matt's. Uh, his, I think it was his tweet or whatever his his response to, you know, everything that's going on at the Bachelor. Mm-hmm. He basically, you know, kind of between the lines was like, 
we were together, we're not together anymore. Yeah, and I mean, he says uh, that she has to kind of learn on her own, right? Her own mistakes and stuff like that. I get that. Um, I would say. I think that the show at this point is sort of making him choose now, which again, he doesn't really have to. And that's again, Emmanuel was like, this is the last time you two are going to see each other. And he's like, choose, choose wisely. Yeah. And it was like, why are you saying these things? (laughs) He's like, one of you is going to die tonight. (laughs) 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 But I could see, um, you know, I hope Rachel doesn't do the thing where she just like donates a bunch to charity or like kind of right. does some like flippant, uh, you know, lowest common denominator uh, white guilt move. Right. But if she really did want to say like, um, I am stepping away, I, all I can do is um, ask that, you know, Matt forgives me one day. But I, in the meantime, I'll be waiting and um, educating myself. Right. I think that'd be the best. Respond, and she did pretty much say that. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, it just comes down to like if if it really is like like way over for them, and at this point, it definitely seems like it, it is. It seems like it. It seems yeah. like um, they're de- like Matt's definitely at the point of uh, no return. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah, it, uh, it is sad. I, uh, it's know, sad for all of them. I know it was really terrible what she did. I, I will say I felt a little. I don't feel bad for Rachel, but I did. Feel, I feel I felt a little like you know, I don't know how I felt. I, I there, a part I, of me kind of like kind of felt a little for Rachel. I'd say I do feel bad for her, and it yeah. doesn't forgive what what she had done in the past. No. But it's I think that she has a a lot of guilt about it now. I think she really wishes she could have taken it back, and I believe her when she says she just didn't know what she was involved in. Right, she didn't know the racial undertones to it. I think she probably. Really didn't. I think yeah, she's, she's just a dumb kid not realizing what she's right. doing. Right. And it's the sort of thing where it's like, you know, if you grow up in that part of the world, part of the country, and you're young and stupid and you're asked to go to a thing, you know, a lot of us dumb white people could have fallen for the same thing. Yeah. And it doesn't make it right. If I had, you know, got, if I you had my, a picture of me wearing one of those gowns in the yeah. plantation, you, I'd, well, I'd go down. you'd be to, the prettiest girl there. <laughs> I'd go down and I'd go down willingly and say like, the same thing where it's just like I didn't, I shouldn't have been there, but I didn't know. I didn't. Right. I wasn't doing this to mock this time in American right. history, um, but I didn't know, and that's bad enough. Yeah. So I'm very sorry. I felt bad for Rachel too because I, I think they're definitely um, they were um, um, they were basically like uh, I don't know why that word is, is escaping me, but I understand that they were basically trying to. To, to separate Rachel uh, Lindsay from Rachel Kakano, but I kept saying Rachel Kakano, mm-hmm. uh, and I would be if I was watching this, I'd be like, stop saying my fucking name, please. Yeah, I love to say God. Rachel C. Yeah, Rachel C. Because like I'm like people are gonna start looking me up uh, hardcore, and I this know. is to me this is like this is where Emmanuel fucking shined, like right here where he was talking about like there is a huge difference between racism and then racial ignorance and all the, all his whole explanation between that where he's like kind of saying like I don't you know I don't judge you for that, right. um, but like. You know, I know you were being unintentionally racist because of your racial. It was racial ignorance, and and then he asked for like, what, like, who do you blame for your racial ignorance? Is mm-hmm. it society? Is it like how you grew up? Is it your family and all that stuff? And I don't think she really had, um, really had a huge, a, a perfect answer for that. But it was like I, I think the way that he explained it to her, I think it was very eye opening to like, to her even even more. You know what I mean? Sure. It was funny how she was just like, I've been watching movies about it. 
Yeah. I'm like, what'd you watch? <laughs> I know. Yeah. And that's a, and she said, listening to podcasts, just like, oh. Yeah. That's not how you learn. And then I think she but said, okay. like, Petals and Bricks had a good take on this. And I was like, no, 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 no. We should say she's replacing Rebecca next week. Yeah, right, right. yeah. She's like, I listened to a podcast with uh, nothing but three white people on it talk about it. And I thought they had really good takes. Um, it's like, don't do that to us ever, please. Again, um, for the love of God. Um <clears throat> Uh, and this is when um, Eman- this is where, where Emmanuel keeps asking this question that kind of bit him bit him in his ass. He goes, uh, "All right, you ready for Matt?" And then she goes, "No." <laughs> and then he stumbles. He goes, "Uh, well, you're gonna have to be well, Matt. Come on Matt. out." Yeah. yeah. Well, here's Matt. And then Matt comes out. Uh, I wrote this is extremely uncomfortable. It was the most silence we've ever heard. Yeah. Uh, in the world, and uh, and. Um, I mean, she, she has a pouty face the whole time. You could tell she's really upset. Yeah, it was she's uncomfortable hurt. to watch, and uh, <laughs> the the long pauses almost kind of make it more like meaningful. Uh-huh. But also, it's generally speaking, is bad TV. Right, it's too much. Well, there when they came back from commercial and there was more silence, it was yeah. almost comedic how well, much silence it was. And they're like, we need an hour out of you, Matt. And he's like, well, I don't have anything else to say. And they're like, we need an hour out of you. <laughs> right. What don't you get? Right. You'll just sit there and be quiet if that's all you got to say, mister. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, if you're not going to finish your vegetables, you could just sit here all night. And then he just does. <laughs> <laughs> and then the producer's looking, she's like, great. That's great. That's good. That's, <laughs> yeah. good. that's good. Look like you're about ready to speak. Okay, and then don't. Okay, nice. We got it. I think it's good that he doesn't. He didn't feel the need, or he didn't feel the desire to kind of accept her apology and, and do one last like hug. So they just, which sat I thought there. was going to happen. Yeah, and I'm kind of glad it, it went this way. Me too, because it is. It, it's sort of him being like, it's not okay, right? Like, and who knows what their conversation is really like? I feel like she kind of probably defended herself, which uh-huh. makes things worse, right? Especially when it comes to shit like this. So I think he was just like, no, we don't. Uh, I don't really want to embrace one more time. I'll right. Just sit here. Yeah. And then he's like, you got to figure this out on your own. And then, you know, he didn't say this, but I felt like he was implying like m- maybe. Right. Because uh, Emmanuel said like, is a door even open a tiny bit? And he doesn't say no. Right. He says um, she's got a, a lot to do on her own. Yeah. But then he's like, do you want one last embrace? And then Matt doesn't even acknowledge that Emmanuel said that. <laughs> yeah. I think kind of held hands a little bit. I little guess bit. that counts. But yeah. like, no, he's like, he's done with her. Yeah. And you know, good for him for right. for making yeah. that decision. What a perfect ending to the to a boring season. It was a weird one. It was a very boring season, except for the this last hour and a half of the show. And I'll say Victoria was one of the highlights of my for television sure. watching career. <laughs> and if she's not on Bachelor in Paradise, I'm I'm done. You're you're done. I'm gonna I'm gonna sue the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll start. We'll 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 get a petition ready. Um, I, you know, my major question. Well, first off, I would like to say that that yes, Victoria was great. I thought Matt Matt was too good of a bachelor. He's just too good of like a guy to be on the Bachelor. I feel like, which made him kind of boring. Mm. I, I guess it was more interesting at the end. There, he's very you know calm, collective. He chooses his words wisely. You know. Yeah, I thought he was a fine bachelor. Yeah. I think they just, I think he eliminated all of our favorites too early. Right. Uh, except for Michelle, I guess. And I don't know. It was it was frustrating kind of trying to get a read on his taste. True, yeah. But then by the end, you know, I think he clearly showed he's a smart guy right. and it sticks to his guns. And, yeah. Um, he's I a very know. stand-up guy. I honestly could see 
him getting some work out of this too. Like he like could model work. No, he could be like a television personality to to some degree. He could be like yeah. a, a assistant host for some for a show like this. Uh, sometimes he's so boring. I think he could just be like a good like chess commentator. What I could see him as like a like a uh, field reporter like for Good Morning America. I don't. He's just. Uh, he, I guess he's pretty. Like when he's like happy, he's like he does like he's very uh, uh, bright. I guess is the word. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe for maybe for something with sports if he wanted yeah. to. I don't know. Okay. So <clears throat> he just looks good on TV, and yeah. I think he's got like the um, the chops for it. Uh, if he was a little more electric. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. I, I, but like when he's around Michelle, he kind of had that uh, charisma come out. So if he can somehow like tap into that. The Good Morning America thought I had is just he looks like um, someone everyone would like. For sure. And yeah. when you get like he, he would get his uh, approval rating would be sky high. Could you see him hosting, I don't know, like a new a reboot of Single Doubt? Mm, I think he's too old. Yeah. yeah, you need like a college kid. Okay, but something like that, maybe. I don't think he would do like a gritty dating show. I think he's too romantic for that. Okay, makes sense. Uh, I have one last question. Okay. So overall, um, what's your grade on this this season? Um, like a C. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna, I'm there. I, I was C. This last episode brings it up to like a B minus for me. I was very in, I was very entertained and I was very uh, interested. I was very intrigued. Sure. I'll yeah. say C plus, including the after the road. Okay, cool. Last question before we go. Mm-hmm. So, Rachel gets a rose, mm-hmm. but not a, not a ring. Mm-hmm. Do you and Becca owe me ten dollars? <laughs> no. But she won. You see, and he picked her at the end. You see, she didn't get a ring, but she got a rose. Do you and Becca owe me ten dollars? This is twenty dollars that's coming to me. I think no, but let's let our listeners do it. Okay. There's no no ring that it don't mean a thing if it ain't got that ring. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I've always said. <laughs> okay. We'll talk it over. We'll talk it over. I I see your point of view, but I thought absolutely not. Okay. After after that ended, I was like, phew. <laughs> <laughs> and then I immediately bought a ten dollar burrito. What? With guac? <laughs> yeah, the guac was extra. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Just a smear it in my face. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll discuss that later. Okay. And uh, guys, I hope you know that we're going to be returning with Jonah Jerkins being $20 richer, <laughs> if I have anything to say about it. Um, but that was the season, you guys. Um, Becca will be here next week. Uh, we'll return with another podcast. Uh, I think we'll just go over Becca, uh, about her thoughts about the podcast and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll, we'll try to come up with some new, new content um, since we uh, the show's not coming back till summer. Mm-hmm. So... If that, if you if you want to keep listening to us and you want some content to watch before we decide what we what we, what we continue with, um, you can watch Never Seen the Simpsons, which is our sister podcast, mm-hmm. where Becca Rebecca Gibson has never seen the Simpsons, and uh, we go through every episode. Uh, that show has been growing, so if you have been listening, thank you so much. That's been a lot of help. Mm-hmm. Um, keep telling your friends about that show. Uh, keep telling your friends about Petals and Pricks. Oh, you know what? We are gonna watch. We are gonna watch. Um, Burning Love, we decided. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you haven't seen Burning Love, it is a great show um, that I think originally was on E. Um, maybe it was Bravo. It doesn't matter. But it is a parody of The Bachelor with Ken Marino as The Bachelor, which is a very, very funny show. We will be reviewing that. So uh, keep posted for that. And uh, what, uh, anything else? I don't know how to end this right now. Uh, comedy's back. If you're in Chicago, uh, come see us. Uh 
at our shows. Yeah. And then if you have any questions or comments or anything, you can email us at pedals and pricks podcast at gmail.com. Uh, make sure to give us a rate, a review, uh, and subscribe. So uh, when we come back with some new content, uh, you'll be notified. You don't have to keep looking, uh, which is really important. Yep. Uh, if not, uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you soon, guys. Bye. Bye. I love my baby. I love her too. We are together all the time. And everything is so good damn fine.